And good morning, good afternoon, good evening, everybody. Welcome to another episode of the Camera Molly Show. Across from me is Ming Chen. What's up, everybody? And I'm Camera Molly. So on deck today, we got the Derek Jeter Hall of Fame induction, the Yankees going back to their first half selves, uh, a somewhat abridged preview of week one okay. of the NFL, and you know, a little bit of hockey stats Oof. that I found today that I found interesting. So we got all that. And possibly more coming up today on the Caramoli Show. All right. How are we doing All today? Right. I'm doing Man, good. So, doing? Derek Jeter. Derek Jeter, that's where we're going to start off. Derek Jeter got you, inducted into the Hall of Fame. You like Derek Jeter. Yeah, I like Derek Jeter. I, I did some trolling today on Twitter. I saw I that. Like one of the... One of the people who's like, oh, did you? Like, you know, the, like those brainlets on Twitter, you know, just whatever. Sure. You know, Derek Jeter, the bottom line is he deserves it. He was a Yankee great. He was a winner. Yeah, sure, I mean, um, sure, defensive stats hate him, and he was one of the worst defenders of all time. But but you know what? The, his the, what, don't, don't UZR, like, not awesome. His DRS is negative 162, <laughs> yeah, which is sure. awful. But... but. Oh, you think it's Derek Jeter though? You think of some of those plays, the the flip. Oh no, Derek Jeter. The, he the was diving a, into the stands. A, do you want to talk about a one of a kind player? Sure. Derek Jeter was one of a kind. He's he was one of the worst defenders overall, but he had some of the most iconic plays. Sure. He had instinct. He had some of the stuff that stats can't really measure. And there, believe me, there that, is that, that a, flipped a home plate. Come on. Yeah, yeah, That's, that flipped a home plate. Sure, that, flip that Giambi might have might have gotten his foot in, but uh, it's it's whatever. You, you, it doesn't take away from the play itself. <laughs> they had no replay back then, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, they had no replay back then. But even then, if there was review, it would have been inconclusive evidence, yes. and he still would have been called out. Yeah, but you can't argue with those offensive stats. You can't argue with the one stat that they, they don't have a stat for: heart. Yeah, Derek Jeter. Yeah, there, there are very few things in baseball now that stats can't measure. Sure. Like baseball has become such a number crunched, quantified game now that there isn't really anything that stats what? can't measure. But Derek Jeter excelled in all the things that stats don't really measure. That then you can't, and there's no stat for fun. Derek Jeter was fun to watch. There's no stat for leadership. There's no. No, you're right. There's no leadership per 150 plate appearances. He was the captain, no yeah, doubt he was about the it. The captain was he the best player on the team? No, he wasn't. Of like by the numbers, he wasn't the most productive player on the team. Sure. My my opinion, that's Bernie Williams. But yeah, well, <laughs> well, that's this, a travesty. Did that he? Guy isn't in the did Hall he make fame, everyone who played around him better? Uh, Another uh, immeasurable stat. Ah, we we don't know because he never really got hurt that much. Right, not in his prime, at least. Yeah. Oh, good point. Well, still, we'll never know that. Still, we'll well, never I've, know if if he if the aura made everyone better. But he was a great leader, the captain. He's got a ring for each finger, correct? Yeah, he's got a ring for each finger. Nice. That rings, you know, the arm really the best way to measure how good a player is in baseball. But you know, the the five rings doesn't hurt. Something doesn't hurt. It's it doesn't hurt to have them. I say it's kept some people out of the Hall of Fame not having that ring. Yeah, unfortunately. Yeah. Well, congratulations, Derek Jeter. I I got nothing bad to say about the guy. Like, like Derek Jeter. I, I watched I got to watch him play. I was fortunate to watch him play live a couple a few times. You were um, unfortunate enough to get burnt by him a I few was, times. Definitely. The ninety six ALCS oh, with the Jeffrey come, Meyer. Come on. Yeah. Sure. Um but and that I, was long enough ago that it doesn't really 
It still hurts. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah. It yeah. Still hurts. I know it doesn't. Yeah. Still, he, I never, I don't have a bad word to say about the guy. He, was ne- he, yeah. didn't, he wasn't a jerk. Never saw him. He carried like, himself well. Yeah. Never saw him throw a piece of the bat at anybody. Never, or, or, or I've never saw him like slap a ball at anybody's hand. You know what I'm saying? Um, Never, no, why, no, why, no. Why you gotta single out a Rod? No, come man. on, because they were like night and day. They're they were on the same team. Yeah, they were on the same teams. Although a Rod, eh, a Rod was the better hitter out of the both of them. Like mm. the numbers wise, a Rod was the better hitter. Come on, but with little help from his friends. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know his friend. Uh, it's God, I'm friend. blank. I'm blanking on the the Miami. Like the guy in Miami who sold the starts. I'm blanking on his name because I watched a long video on him mm-hmm. just like a week ago. Right. Like I'm, I'm blanking on the guy. It's Tony something. Okay. I, Tony something. Okay. I, Tony, not Tony Balco, because I was, uh, I was, wasn't Balco, but yeah. Was, uh, yeah. Tony Blinken or something. I don't know. Might have been his name. Yeah. And so, the biogenesis. Yes. The guy that I think that the guy, guy. or the biogenesis, yeah. that guy. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, if I had to vote, I would have voted for him, Jeter. But yeah. no doubt, no doubt, yeah, no doubt. And the one guy who didn't vote for him, well, there's he's just a string of jerk. Was well, that, well was again, that well, I, I don't think Derek Jeter was far and away great enough to be a unanimous Hall of Famer. And I think that was that guy's thought process as well. I think Jeter should be a Hall of Famer, but I don't think he should be unanimous. I think that should be saved for people like Mariano Rivera and Ken Griffey Jr. The fact that he was one vote short of unanimous always pisses me off. Okay, no doubt. (laughs) No doubt that Griffey should have been in the Hall of Fame. Yeah. But, I mean, jeez, man. Yeah, I mean, Jeter, he three ten lifetime. He was a slap hitter. Batting average. 260 home runs, 3,465 hits. Come on. Yeah, That's... yeah, yeah, I know. I think you could have tripped, but the, the stat that jumps at me is the 71.3 war. Yeah. We're going by our war, obviously, of on baseball reference. But, but, um, yeah, 71.3 war, that gets you in the Hall of Fame. And that's with the terrible defense. Yes. Like, imagine how higher that number would be if he wasn't a terrible defender. Right. That just shows how cracked Jeter was offensively. For a shortstop. Yeah. 20 year career. Like a career 817 OPS. Yeah. And a career 119 WRC plus doesn't really jump off that much. But but the WRC plus is 14th all time among shortstops, which is really good. Yeah, for sure. Uh, you know, double digit. But, I mean, for for a shortstop, uh, yeah, the OPS of eight seven. Yeah, you come know, on. The, the shortstops didn't hit for power back then. No. And even then, in '99, he had a 5.52 slugging percentage. Yeah, not not bad at all. Not <laughs> not bad at all. Derek Jeter, Hall. Of, welcome to the Hall of Fame. Official now Hall of Famer Derek Jeter. Yes. Um, so you had no desire to go up for this. I don't even know what the if they're even letting people into this. As well, the so, school's starting soon. You know, just. Oh, okay. Yeah, I, I, I don't. Also, I don't really make trips much anymore. Have you ever been? I've Not, never, I've never been to Cooperstown. Me no. either. We should go. Camera only show from Cooperstown. That wouldn't suck. Yeah, <laughs> the camera only show live from Cooperstown. Yeah, no, we sh- we should. Not one day. Okay. <laughs> well, one I day. think it's only like a five-hour drive. That's not that bad. You got a car? 
Yeah, I, I got a, I got a car. You a car, you've made some road trips already. Yeah, I got a car. I made a road trip. I yeah, <laughs> we can pod on the way up. We get some headsets, so you don't crash the car. Keep your eyes on the road. You can pod on the way up. Yeah, I'm podcasting. You know, it's it's like podcasting when you're doing something at the same time. Like I still speak fluently doing that. It's like a like back when I was on Let the Kids Talk. Um. I remember I would play like Mario Golf or Chell whenever right. or like Destiny whenever like I'd be recording with them. Yeah, multitasking. Yeah, I could I could still record fluently. Yeah. Like I'd like I'd play COD, I'd play whatever while All right. Well while we are not, me and you are not at the Jeter induction ceremony, uh there are two high two Perhaps higher profile people that are there right now. Michael Jordan and Patrick Ewing. <laughs> that, are in Cooperstown. So, dude, Michael Jordan looks fly as hell, dude. Just look yeah, at that. Yeah, he's Michael Jordan. Like, he can't. He <laughs> I can't. mean, okay. Okay, do I think Jeter should be deified as much as he is? No. I don't think Jeter should be deified. I don't think Michael Jordan should be showing up for his Hall of Fame induction. Why not? They're, I guess they're they, buddies. I mean, yeah, sure, Jeter and Michael Jordan are buddies. Jeter was baseball celebrity for... Uh, he, was, he was one of the most... Uh, dude, Jeter was one of the most famous people on the, on the planet sure. when he was in his prime. Jordan, Jordan played professional baseball, statistically. He's in the books. Yeah. Wasn't, well, yeah. They weren't great. He's but in the almanac. He is. He is, for sure. And CeCe Sabathia is also there. I couldn't recognize him. He's lost so much weight. Yeah, he looks great. Like <laughs> he is one of the few players who, who pitched better when he had the fat. He did. He put that weight beyond the ball. I think. Like when he when remember, remember when he tried losing his weight and then he put up an ERA of like five. Yeah. I and then they tried telling him, "Hey, put the weight back on," and then he just started. I know. I guess it just started eating McDonald's every day and. Right. Putting the weight back on, you, you know, know, it's like, you know what? No workouts for you. you know, like, no, no, don't work out. Don't do cardio. <laughs> you are no eat, eat, gain the weight, gain yeah, the yeah, weight. Balance it out. Eat a bowl of Mingies here and there. But sure. Yeah. Yeah. Eat a bowl of Mingies. <laughs> yeah. That's that's pretty good. Uh, that's pretty good backup, though. Two of the greatest basketball players that ever lived. Yeah. Patrick Ewing, an icon around here. Shameful that he never won an NBA championship. If it weren't for John Starks, he would have won yeah. in 94. And if it weren't for Charles Oakley tipping around a rebound five yeah. times in 1993, <laughs> then he would have won then. Good point. Uh, well, here's another question. Will there ever be another shortstop like Derek Jeter? Yes. Yes. Production-wise, so? yes. There's guys in the league right now who are more productive than Jeter ever was. Okay. Hey, if you look at guys like Fernando Tatis Jr., good point. Like Carlos Correa, guys like like Francisco Lindor, um, Trey Turner, Wander Franco. He's coming up. He's Damn. making waves. Okay. Although I wouldn't call Wander Franco Derek Jeter yet, but <laughs> one like one year, not even a year. In. <laughs> yeah, he's like only a couple months into his yeah. big league career. I'll wait and see about Wander Franco. Yeah. Um. But yeah, um, intangibles wise, I don't know if we're gonna see another sure. cheater. Yeah. So I mean, on the Yankees, Judge objectively as a player by the numbers is a better player. Yeah. <laughs> like the best, like production wise, he's better. And as well, also Aaron Judge is cracked. He's a creative player. So yeah. So what the what the hell are we I, gonna say? I don't say he's him? as beloved right now too. 
Oh yeah, people love Judge. If there's one person that isn't getting any blame for the Yankees season this year, it's Judge. Yeah, he's yeah, he's he's he's, he's doing everything that you want him to. Yeah, he's staying healthy. He is staying healthy. Like he's staying healthy. He's in bombs. They're what, wasting what his you, health. Yeah, what can you, <laughs> they're what can you say? They're wasting a lot this year. I see that. Uh, would you like to talk about the events of the last week? Because oh, I sure God. would. Because <laughs> oh, I, I sure want to. Oh, dude, th- this is. <laughs> Lay it on me, man. You deserve well, it. You I mean, deserve it, brother. Come on. Yeah, maybe maybe uh, we were looking ahead too too far last week. Uh, you three, jinxed it. It was you who said that the Yankees would sweep. It was you. It was. That was your fault. Yeah. I like. I was a. I hey, swear. I was hey. about to text you. Yeah. Like. Like so many times, you could have. I'm like, this is your fault. Yes. Like I, I'm well, blaming you. Well, who taught me all about the reverse jinx? I'm looking at him right now. Yeah. <laughs> I'm looking at him right now. So three game set at home <laughs> against the, the Baltimore the, Orioles, the, the mighty Baltimore Orioles. <laughs> so I can't help but laugh. Predicted, it's so stupid. Predicted a sweep at at at, at worst two out of three. Yeah, and then I said, trust me. Two out of three is not the worst case scenario. Sure. We're looking at the worst case scenario. Oh, what happened in that yeah. series? Yeah. So uh, the Orioles, so, Orioles took two out of three. Yeah. Almost swept. Almost swept, dude. Almost Thank God swept. for Giancarlo Stanton or else they would have swept. Sure. sure. Uh, but the first Friday night game uh, went into extras. Friday correct? night game went into extras. I'm, I'm having a hard attack. I'm like, I swear to almighty Jesus, we lose this game. And then... And you know the the Orioles, they got a run in the tenth, and I'm like, oh god! And then DJ ties it in the bottom of the tenth. Yep. The Orioles are kept at bay. Gotta give it in to the him. top of the eleventh, and then Giancarlo Stanton, first at bat of the eleventh, takes care of business. Yeah. That was the last win the Yankees have had. Yes, they've dropped. The last four in win a row. the Yankees have had. The Yankees have dropped four in a row. So. I mean, I don't want to do the game breakdowns of the other games because I want to get to other things. <laughs> All right, and it's I, the I, same yeah. song and dance. Right, I'm saying it's well, the same song and dance. The missed opportunities, sure. the untimely hitting, the the heartbreak, the teasing, the everything, and the bad decisions. Like on Sunday, with up three runs, they decide to put in Andrew Heaney, who has been. The opposite of everything a major league pitcher should be. He comes in one third innings. He gets rocked. Four earned runs. Ladies he and gets gentlemen. rocks. He just gets bam, 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 bam. A nuclear bomb dropped on his face at ground zero, and he gets blown out. Uh, the the I I, I, love, I don't think I, that infuriated me. <laughs> I love how uh, they put Sanchez in though. The noted Orioles killer. Yeah, Gary Sanchez. Two hey, home runs, hey, six RBIs. Hey, did everything. Earned his paycheck he, yeah, that day. Yeah, he did everything. Everything he could. Hit a grand slam in the second. And then it's by the Andrew Heaney. Why Andrew Heaney? Um. Yeah, you tell me why Andrini. I can't tell you why Andrini. Ask the doofus that's running the team. Ask him. Uh, Corey Kluber. They're kind of trying to stretch him out a little bit. Three and two. Three. Uh, three and oh, oh, Corey two Kluber is a very. I, I don't want to talk about Kluber right okay. now because of stuff. 
like his stuff's there. It's got the movement. And he looks great until he just loses it. Right. And when he does lose it, they need to take him out as soon as possible. Oh, well, but they in, did. But in a now razor thin <laughs> Yankee bullpen, which has become even worse after their best reliever, Jonathan Eliza, got hurt. Right. He's shut down for at least 10 days retroactive to <sighs> Saturday, I believe. And all of it is just it. I can't believe this is all coming a mere week and a half after winning 13 straight games. Yeah. This and we're, is, we're almost in mid-September, my friend. We are there's basically no. in mid-September. There, there's no turning back. We were looking at this as the easy stretch. We're looking at, okay, That's there's him. a lot of... I'm looking at that like, okay, there's a lot of winnable games here. They got to go in. They got to beat up on the bad teams and then, you know, increase their standing, ensure that the wild card game takes place at Yankee Stadium. Meanwhile, we don't know if there's going to be a wild card game anymore. They're... In my opinion, I don't think there is going to be a wild card game because these bad Yankee stretches don't just last for a week. They last like a month and then they have a good month and then they have a bad month. But you really can't have that bad month be September. <laughs> there isn't a bad there isn't when a you month have to be teams, bad right now. Yeah. When you have teams that are riding you, if you look at the wild card standings, we they're get an update only, on those. They're only half game up. Only half game up on Boston. They're two and a half games up on Toronto, who they still have two games against. And Toronto has just won two They've the been, two first games of the four game set. They're nine and one against the Yankees. The, the Blue 10. Jays are scorching hot. Six wins in a row. Mm-hmm. And when they're hot, there's not a lot of teams that can stop them. And a freezing cold Yankee team is the last team that can stop them. Right. And Garrett Cole, last night, he didn't look great. And it turns out he has a little hamstring problem. So even if there is a wild card game, we don't even know if we're, we're going to have the guy that I can trust. Yeah. Pitching and in the division series, we're not even gonna have Jordan Montgomery going for game one. Yeah. Um, if they win that wild card. Looking game. at a stat here that may be alarming, uh, run differential plus thirty-nine. It's pretty razor thin. That means a lot of probably a lot of one run games. Yes, yes. The Yankees have the most one run games in the majors this year. They don't play in laughers, they play in heartbreakers, they play in cruel, sick, twisted. Well, what's- with that in mind, uh, their bo- their bullpen better be <laughs> better step up, man. The, the, it, I don't, I don't I'll trust hold these, lo- these, I, these. I don't trust anyone in this bullpen now. After maybe Licky, Licky has been nails yes. this year, and a good Chad Green. Right. If Chad Green is good, I can trust him. No, the Wiseco though. If you, if yeah, yeah no, no, the Wiseco is disastrous. Chapman. Is a ticking time bomb. Um, no Zach Britton. Yeah, no, no Darren O'Day. Yeah, no Zach Britton. Yeah, your, your guys, no Zach Britton, no Darren O'Day. Well, you know why they're not they're not used to pitching this long, like in meaningful in meaningful games. So, <laughs> so you know, <laughs> you gotta take that into account. Yeah, good point. <laughs> um, well, I played in 2014 and 16. Those were meaningful years. Five years ago. Uh, yeah, it's a but long time. Uh, Britain's been on the Yankees since 2018. He's pitched meaningful innings. I know. I, I know you're worried. I got to be worried. Very, 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 very worried. At, at this point, I said, like, if we lose a game in this series to the Orioles, I'm uh, I'm done being optimistic. And I'm at the point. It's like, listen, I'm done being optimistic. Yeah. At this point, I'm looking at if they make the playoffs as of right now. I am expecting them to miss the playoffs. 
If they make the wild card game, I am expecting them to lose in the wild card game. If they win the wild card game, I expect them to lose in the division series. If they win the division series, I expect them to lose in the championship series. And if they win the pennant, I expect them to lose in the World Series. Okay. You know where the Yankees are at right now? <laughs> They're at the point where the Washington Capitals were in like 2014. Right. Where it's like, okay, the talent isn't amusing anymore. Go win. Right. Or like rather after 2017 or 2016, like, you know, where they won the President's Trophy. It's like, listen, I don't care about the talent. Yeah, great. <laughs> Alexander Ovechkin scoring 50 goals a year. I don't care. Yeah. Win. Like the Yankees, I told them to win. They're not winning. And they're not going to be winning for a while. And I don't know. Like at this point, this core is looking like the next great missed opportunity. Not only just in baseball, but American sports. Yeah. Well, two games against the Blue Jays. They're, well, they're the, super hot right two now. Two games. I expect that series to end uh, this week. They lost yesterday. I expect it to end this week. The Mets, who are rolling right now, the Mets go into City Field. And you know the Mets. They live to beat the Yankees. The Mets. No, they the, the, the Mets. Mets. The Mets live to beat the Yankees. So The troubled that, New York Mets. So that series is going to be hell on earth. The New York Mets, who said that their star pitcher had no structural damage. To and then turns ulcer, out it's a partially near collateral leg ligament. Then which, it turns out he has a partially torn UCL. Yeah, so which is not <laughs> trying try to sweep that one under the rug. <laughs> yeah, that's a boon. Move well, you, at right least there. you have to worry about him this weekend. Ah, uh, but the, with the Yankee offense, anybody can shut him down. Sure, Keegan Aiken threw like five no hit innings. <laughs> Keegan Aiken. <laughs> Keegan Aiken. Good job, Keegan. Came into the game with like a 6.9 ERA through five sure. no-hit innings. Yep. Good job, Keegan. Uh, one makeup game against the Twins next Monday, and then three at Camden Yards. Which I'm dreading now. And so it's like, oh, God, we play the Orioles. <laughs> the, the Orioles this year, I think, have 43 wins. The Yankees have accounted uh, for seven. They have, they have more than 40, 44. Okay, 44. they have 44. They won last night. They have 44 okay. wins. Let's do some math. Okay. Seven divided by 44, that is basically 16% of their wins this year have come against the Yankees. It's crazy. 16% of their wins. Well over one of their 10 wins have come against the Yankees. Sure. <laughs> 16%. Yeah. That is a testament to outside well, the Orioles are. It's a testament well, to outside the and, Yankees. You know, are. the only reason I'm watching now is to watch them play spoiler, so Yeah, and you <laughs> certainly did a good job of it <laughs> last weekend. Yeah. I mean a, a sweep would have been pretty sweet, but a sweep a sweep would have been. But with this crappy man in second like, rule, the, the advantage is on the home team. There's no doubt about it. Yeah. So yeah, I'm not going to blame okay. any loss on the man on. I'm not going to blame any loss or anyone on the man on second roll. Everybody plays I, by I, it. I will. <laughs> well, I certainly I, I, you will. Know, I'm not. You know that everybody everybody plays by him. I certainly will. I'm more well, impressed but, by the, the 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 comeback on Sunday, though, man. So they're still playing. They got they're still playing with all heart. Yeah, yeah. You know the guys go out there. They try to win. They play spoiler yeah. against division rivals. And uh, if I were to give some advice to the Yankees, just. Don't pitch to Cedric Mullins. <laughs> you do Cedric Mullins, that guy. Oh, God. Don't pitch to him. You don't need to pitch to him. 
put him the, on base. The, well, but the, when he does get on base, he's super fast. Yeah, steals. He's part of the uh, uh, Cedric Mullins. Welcome to the 25-25 club. Oh, yeah, the 25-25 He's, club. Uh, I think, only Mullins. one of three Orioles in history to hit that mark. So. Um, I know it's Cedric Mullins. I th- I thought it was Adam Jones who was the other uh, one. That was it Reggie Jackson? I think Reggie Jackson was one of them. And I'm gonna, I'm gonna have to look up the other one. Uh, who uh, was this? Don Don Baylor. Yep, Don Baylor. Don Jackson. Don Baylor. So congratulations. Cedric Mullins, a very. Very, very infuriating. Which is a high mark. So, which makes me laugh when I remember that, like, uh, Jose Canseco was 40 40. You're like, he'd do a <laughs> lot on steroids. And like, 40, 40, he the 40, did 40, 40, 40 club is crazy. He did 40 40 when he was 40. Yes. So, like, yeah, that's that now in 2021 is insane. No, he really steals bases anymore, first of all. Eh, not like they steal did before. Bases. But not like they did before, man. Oh no! Not like they like, like Ricky Henderson stealing a hundred in a year. Like well, that's... also everybody was hopped up on cocaine in the eighties. Good so. point. I was like, I think that makes you run. I guess it would. Yeah, it gives you, you the it gives you more energy. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure. <laughs> yeah, not uh, going based on personal experience. We do not do drugs here at the Cameron Woolley Show. No, no caffeine, maybe caffeine. Caffeine, yeah, caffeine. Caffeine, I can do. <laughs> I do caffeine, but caffeine's illegal. Um. At, w- at what point do you, are you just are you done? I at what at point the, do you, I, I am at the point where I'm done. I, I haven't watched any of the games in the right, Blue Jays still, series so far. They're still. In the, they're still. In the, if the season ended now, though, they'd be in the playoffs. If the season ended now, they'd be in the playoffs. They, they don't deserve it. If I'm being honest, <laughs> really? at, at this point, honestly, I just want it to end. <laughs> I just want the sure. season to end sure, at this point. Sure I don't do. I, it's frustrating. This is the most frustrating team that I've ever rooted for. Really? Yes. They are. They are the most frustrating team that I've I've rooted for. Yeah. Uh, Ricky Harrison stole 130 bases in 1982, by the way. So, just like 130. That's unheard of right now. You, You get my dad on a couple of... If you give my dad, like... Four beers in, he'll start talking about like that. You could get him to make the argument that Ricky Henderson's the best baseball player of all time. I, you, you could get him. I don't doubt it. <laughs> you do. I don't. Dude, is that everybody who grew up in the '80s just loved Ricky Henderson. Because Ricky was a Yankee for for a second, like in the mid '80s. Uh, oh, yo, not a second. He was there for a while, eighty-five to eighty-eight. So four. Eighty-five seasons. to eighty-nine. Eighty-five to yeah, eighty-nine. Eighty-five to eighty-nine. So four and a half seasons. <laughs> he was for the Mets for a second too. He was forty. <laughs> yeah. Anyways, well, I mean, we'll keep watching. Hoping. Oh no, I, I I I don't have any faith in this team anymore. I don't. I, I I'm just looking to what they're going to do in the offseason because this team is. They had a lot of juiced ball merchants. They don't have guys. They this isn't a full lineup of guys who can hit tanks anymore. Yeah. The infield has wildly regressed. 
Like yeah. Gio Urshela has become a defensive liability at third base. Dude, what? <laughs> what? Like, where was that on my bingo card? Right. Like, who had that on their bingo card? Gio Urshela becoming a defensive liability at third base. <laughs> who predicted that? Who? <laughs> you can't have it. There's no margin for error right now. Or errors. Yeah, there's... Uh, honestly, you know what? It's, I didn't... They're losers. That's the bottom line is that. They're losers. You know, if they don't make the playoffs, maybe it'll provoke them to make changes. Will it? (laughs) I think that is what it would take. (laughs) Not an elimination in the wildcard game. Not an elimination in the division series because we've shown that an elimination in the division series clearly means, oh, no, your job is safe. You made the playoffs. Um, are you worried at all about Joey Gallo's plummeting average right now? He's below the Mendoza line. I okay. My opinion on Gallo is this. I know when he hits it, it goes. And this so, is yes. But and this is got hit it first. And my opinion on Gallo is this. And I am being patient on him mostly because he's Italian and I want narratives. <laughs> <laughs> okay. But the thing on Gallo is that he's a good player. Right. He's just going through a horrific stretch. And he's under team control next year. And I think Gal is going to have a good year next year. Okay. But he's not more time to adjust. And he'll be he'll be good. Like I don't like I'm not worried about Gallo in the long term. Short okay. term, yeah. Oh, not up start hitting dingers. Kind of need him to do, be good now. Yes. You need him to be good now. But honestly, <laughs> I don't really even care about now anymore. Okay. Like I just want the season to end as soon as possible. I can't take this. <laughs> Like what, what, like my question to the Yankees is this, what are you? Are you good? Are you bad? Because like there have been stretches like this where they have just been a doormat for yeah. the rest of the league where teams are like, oh yeah, we got the Yankees coming up. Uh, and then there are stretches where they, they are a wagon. They are just hitting on all cylinders. They are a nuclear reactor. Will the real Yankees please stand up? Yeah, we don't know what the real Yankees are. Are these the real Yankees? Are the team that showed up in August, are those the real Yankees? Yeah. I mean, the funny thing this year is that the pitching hasn't even been a problem. The starting pitching has been good. They got Garrett Cole, who, if the injury comes by clean, is the running favorite for the AL Cy Young. Yeah. You have Nestor Cortez, who showed up out of nowhere, just become a good starter. Just a really good starter. Sure, he throws funny and he's mostly a meme, <laughs> but he's a good hey, starter. Man. Yeah. Uh, left you, got Jamin, you, got, you got Jordan Montgomery, who is, I trust him. Like in a do or die game, I trust him. You got Jamison Tyon, who's really good. And you got Corey Kluber, who has good stuff. If they stretch him out, he could be he could be an asset. Yeah. But the problem is every hitter not named Aaron Judge, Giancarlo Stanton, and Luke Voigt. Not that is the problem. Gio Urshela has regressed. Glaber Torres is He's slapping around a wet noodle. DJ LeMahieu regressed. 
And Luke Boyd is the only infielder. I don't, I'm not really going to count Rizzo as part of this. Okay. Like teams like all around big picture. Sure, Rizzo's good. Right. But I'm not going to count him as part of like the grand scheme of the whole year. Um, The outfield, Stanton has been mashing. Judge has been mashing. Gallo. Yeah, you kind of wish they would have put him in the field all year. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, he can feel. They're paranoid. They're paranoid well, to do it. With good. I mean, it's justified. Guy's Glass Joe. Do not compare Giancarlo Stanton <laughs> to Glass Joe. He's, he's ever fragile. He's fragile. Yeah, but is he a knockdown? Is he a knockout in the first round? Though he's no, not. no, no. But he's not. He's not a TKO in the first right, round. Right, but still, you know, like it, it, at times he's Glass Joe. Sure. But now, like this year, he's been great, and and like when Judge and Stanton aren't on their hot streaks, the team's losing. Like in August, Judge and Stanton were on fire the whole month. Yeah, look what happened. They won. Almost the whole month. Yeah. And and when they're not hot, the rest of the offense, which is almost never hot, they they don't step up. Yeah. And it ends up being really, really bad. And you can't trust Judge and Stan to be on fire the whole year. No, they can't carry the whole team, so... They have. <laughs> they know. have at times. I know they have. They can't, though. They have at times. They can't. It's a lot to ask. Yeah, they can't be it's doing it the ask. whole time. The lineup construction is terrible. DJ LeMahieu should not be leading off. Who should be leading off? I know. Guys like Anthony Rizzo. LeMahieu, like in the five hole, when he's hit anywhere but lead off this year, he's hit better. The one game he had in the five hole, he had like three hits, including a triple. At Kauffman Stadium, which is a terrible hitter's park. Yeah. But that's a spot. Dude, I don't <laughs> care if that's his spot or not. No, it's not his spot. Not anymore. Good point. Good point. All right. Well, um, did you get it all out? I mean, I, I don't have the energy to scream and okay. shout right now. Of course, right. And I want our stuff that I want to get to. Okay. So let's start talking on. about football because football yeah. just snuck up on us. Football. out of the It's like, what the hell? Uh, tomorrow. Yeah, tomorrow. Tomorrow, tomorrow. The, the first game. It's going to be crap. the Cowboys and the Buccaneers. Oh, that was quick. Um, yeah. The Giants, are they ready for the season? I mean... About as ready as you could be, I guess. Okay. I haven't really heard much. You know, the Saquon, Saquon Barkley healthy. looks on track to okay. start week one. Good. Kenny Galladay looks on track to start week one. Good. And Kadarius Tony looks on track to start week one. So, so you just go in and, you know. Do whatever. And and see what happens? Yeah, see what happens. Yeah, just go in and see what happens. <laughs> okay. I mean, they've improved. No On doubt paper. about that. Yeah. On paper. Uh, Ken Rosenthal has ranked Daniel Jones as the 23rd overall QB in the league. Fair. Um, right above Carson Wentz. So, <laughs> yeah. 
Now, now I wrote a whole piece on Daniel Jones. If you want to see me go in depth on Daniel Jones, just go to camlilyshow.com and you can see my whole piece on Daniel Jones. Okay. Ken Rosal, I'm not convinced the coaching or the offensive line are any better than they were last season. Agreed? Yeah, the offensive line is not any better. <sighs> That's going to make it tough. There's up, there's upside on the offensive line, but I don't sure. trust it. That's the bottom line. You know, the uh, the the defense is coming back mostly in one piece, just minus Dalvin Tomlinson. I, when that guy's rushed, though, man, he, he makes some poor decisions. Yeah, Daniel Jones, th- this is my opinion on him. Physically, he's gifted. The attributes that he has and has shown since his rookie year are the attributes that a quarterback far beyond his years would have. But the mistakes that he makes are just unjustifiable. He doesn't know when to give up a play. He forces the ball into places that shouldn't be where it shouldn't be. Right. And if he just didn't make – if he just cut down on the mistakes, he Bad would, things happen when he's hurried. Yes, when he's hurried. <laughs> If they could give him another second or two. Yeah, they just no, give him like, a, Those are long seconds. No, if they give him like a just another second in the pocket. Yes. Because he has a good deep ball. He throws a good ball. Physical attributes are there. Physically, he's there. He's talented. Yeah. But um, he's stupid at the same time. Another troubling stat, which I hope gets cut down. Uh, six fumbles lost. He did cut down the fumbles in the second half last year. Okay. Well, that's a good sign. Yeah, that, that is obviously a good sign, but but just everything else needs to improve. Plain and simple. It needs to improve. I mean, it has it's, to. It's, it has it's, to improve. Yes. Yes. If, he, if he does not improve, he shouldn't start. He shouldn't be in a Giants uniform next year. Right. And they should go with hunting for quarterbacks in the draft. Right. So they're going to just tank and then get a great quarterback in the draft. The, this, the Giants, I kid you not, they could finish with three wins and they could finish with 11 wins, and I would not be surprised. Right. It's very hard to predict which one it's going to be. Yes. They, they, could finish, they could finish with a top five pick or they could win the division. Yeah. That is what I said on... Another podcast that I recorded this week. The I, salty, I saw you. Another one. You're yeah, like a machine. The Salty Sports Show. The salty I, Sports Show. I filled in for for one of my friends on that podcast. I podcasted with another one. Uh, another couple of friends of mine, Salt and Link, who yep, have called Dr. into Salt. the yep. uh, have called into the Camera Molly yep. Show. Uh, alumni, former guests. Yes, they've called in. They've asked you. They've asked us questions. Yeah, good questions. And you know, we we talked about we talked a lot of football. We talked NFC a v- far more in depth and much longer than any episode of the Cameron Show ever. So, <laughs> so long, if you want, how long did you go for? Like two and a half. Hours. Wow. Okay. Two and a half hours. We we ended the recording at like one a.m. <laughs> so you had a couple of things to say. I see. We all went really in depth on the teams. Okay. You want to see me go really in depth on every NFC team? Go to at Salty Sports Show on Twitter, or go to Salty Sports Show on YouTube. I'm going to listen to this. 
if you want to hear me more level head. Well, what's the go. consensus on the NFC? Who what do you like? We don't like. I actually have. I actually have my standings. Oh, cool. Okay. I actually have my standings. That's like fantastic. One seed, the Bucks at fourteen and three. Second seed, the Rams at twelve and five. Third seed, the Packers at twelve and five. Fourth seed, the Cowboys at ten and seven. Fifth seed, the Seahawks at eleven and six. Sixth seed, the 49ers at ten and seven. Seventh seed, the Saints at nine and eight. It sounds pretty fair to me. Yeah. Nothing shocking there. Although, for some reason, I'm one of the few people that doesn't have the Washington team of football making the playoffs. No, oh, well, what? Like they did, last, like they did last year by pretty much default because yeah. all the other teams sucked. Yep. They just, I, love, uh, they just, I, I don't understand all the big hype around the football team. Yeah, the defensive line is great. Sure, the defense is really good, but. And they got Terry McLaurin and Curtis Samuel, but you know what? I I, I I'm not high on him. I just I'm sure that's gonna bite me in the ass in a few months, but <laughs> but for now, I I'm we're, not I'm not as high on them as other people. Were it not for a couple plays and some missteps, like the Giants would have made the playoffs. If Evan Engram caught that pass, they yes. would be in, they would have been in the playoffs. <laughs> Which was one thousand percent catchable, might I? Yeah, add. that was a there was a good ball. Engram just it was, it was, to, it it was so good in his hands. It could not have been in any his better. Hands, and he dropped it. So yeah, it just it's not happening right. this year with Washington. I don't see it happening. I I'm going to agree with you. Uh, what do you think about these week one matchups? Week one matchups, you know, all I actually did a, a I actually breakdown? did some uh, pre- I actually did some predictions in, okay. a, in a Discord server. I'll just pull up my predictions. All right, it's gonna be a good game tomorrow. Cowboys Bucks. Yeah, Cowboys Bucks. Hey, it's gonna be fun. It's gonna be a show. Offensively, it's gonna be. You got two great quarterbacks. One. Who is coming off of injury, and one yeah, who is coming. We off got of drama. Super. We got intrigue. We got defending champions. We got Tom Brady. <laughs> yeah, Tom Brady. So here are my uh, week one picks. Okay. If I'm just going to go down. Um, okay. Cowboys, Bucks, I have the Bucks. Seahawks, Colts, I have the Seahawks. Jaguars, Texans, I have the Jaguars. Eagles, Falcons, I have the Falcons. Chargers, football team, I have the Chargers. Steelers, Bills, I have the Bills. Niners, Lions, I have the Niners. Vikings, Bengals, I have the Vikings. Jets, Panthers, I have the Panthers. <laughs> Cardinals, Titans, I have the Titans. Browns, Chiefs, I have the Chiefs. Dolphins, Pats, I have the Pats. Broncos, Giants, I have the Broncos. Um, Packers, Saints, I have the Packers. Bears, Rams, I have the Rams. And Ravens, the Monday night game. Raiders, I have the Ravens. So... That pretty much sums up all my picks. I'm not going to go deep in in depth on them, but I guess I'm going to go in on the Giants here. Why I picked the Broncos over the Giants? Yes, is, I need to know this. Is Teddy Bridgewater is basically a mistake-proof quarterback? Like he doesn't lose games for his team, and I am basically just. Like, I'm just in there. I, I don't feel good. Also, the week one Giants are dreadful. Historically? Yeah, historically, the Giants are that they suck in week one. Oh, 
Oh, what if they win, though? If they win. What if they win? If they win. Yeah, give them some credit then. If they win, I'll if give they them win. credit. If they win, I'll give them credit and I'll come in. I'll come and in. And you're going to eat grass again? No, it's fine. You'll eat grass? Okay, fine, I don't want fine, you to eat grass. Fine, fine. I'll eat grass I don't if want, the Giants win. I don't want you to eat grass, but the things just got more interesting. I want them to win now, so you eat grass. So I'll eat grass. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you know what? If that's what it takes, I'm just gonna eat grass. So I'm, 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 I'm gonna turn into a cow because apparently that's what it takes for my teams to win. Is because I have to eat grass. Mickey, your boy's eating grass again. He's eating the lawn again, Mickey. The, no, she's just like, ah. Mickey, your boy ain't right. That boy ain't right. The, 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 the my mom doesn't care. She's like, eh, whatever. She's used to it by now. Like, eh. <laughs> no, she doesn't know that I eat grass. So the school's not going to call her that your boy's eating grass again. You might no, be more worried no. about him. No, no, my school, no, my school knows me well enough sure. that there's there's something else there. I'm just being weird. It's like <laughs> ah, that's Cameron. It's like it's like is he breaking? Is is he eating grass against rules? No, eating grass isn't against rules. No, <laughs> that's not against any rules. <laughs> <laughs> no, my mom is like, what? He's eating grass? Is he burning the house down? Is he doing drugs? No? Okay. Yeah. Uh, Zach Wilson, Trevor Lawrence, Mac Jones. That's a, you know what? The Mac Jones actually drafted him as my backup in my fantasy league because <laughs> I was razor thin at the backup quarterback sure. position. It's an 18-team league. Yes. But Oh, yeah. But speaking of which, snake draft, how did it go? It was fun. It was fun. You know, I have my, I have my team... Oh, it, um, I have my team right here. I made a trade since then. Okay. Um, and you picked 10th, you said? You're right in the yeah, middle. Yeah, I picked I picked 10th. I got Saquon Barkley 10th who, overall. Who got picked first overall? Do you remember? <laughs> it's such a long story. Okay. But this, this guy who's really stupid and he's a troll. He's a Dolphins fan. I don't want to name drop him. Was he on, has, wasn't he on the show? No, no, okay. no. We had a Dolphins fan on the show. No, no, not Mantic. Okay, not Mantic. Okay, Man, just, not, not Mantic. No, clarify. no, no. Mantic would not have taken him. I had to clear. I just had to clarify. But <laughs> he took two attack of my law first overall. What? Yes. <laughs> Why? <laughs> he does a little trolling. I know, but like, he's I mean, take it, take it, seri take it seriously, though, right? He's wow. Also, I fleeced him for Rob Gronkowski. Oh, like this past week. Like you know, I'll offer you, I'll offer you a bag of chips for Rob Gronkowski. He's like, okay, okay. But yeah, my starting lineup right now is Kirk Cousins, Saquon Barkley, Kareem Hunt, Keenan Allen, Odell Beckham, Rob Gronkowski, Hollywood Brown, the Bucks defense, and Jason Myers. And on my bench, I have Jonu Smith, Marvin Jones, Mac Jones, Demarcus Robinson, Eli Manning, and Benny Snell. Eli Manning? Yes, he was available in the last round, what? and I didn't have any other needs. Is he eligible for the Yes, program? he's eligible to be how? drafted. Look at my phone. I see that, but how? Yes. How? I don't know how. how. Why is he? <laughs> I don't know. I'm just, you know, like, no, screw it. I'm picking Eli Manning. <laughs> he was, okay. I guess if he was available. He was available and I didn't have needs. <laughs> I see that. Okay, that's a pretty solid team. 
For an 18 team league, yeah, sure. it's pretty good. How long does this draft take? It took like a couple hours. Okay. Like, hold on. I, 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 like, I did. I did like wings. I had chicken nuggets. Oh, nice! I was, I had, I had a good time. All right, you were. Uh, it was fun. We were all ripping on each other. Just, like whenever, what? And it was like ten people all in voice chat just yelling at each other. It's like it's just like don't you dare, don't you dare! Oh, oh God, you that, that, why? Oh, why'd you take him? It's like oh screw you, man! I was gonna take him. Like, oh, shove it up your ass. <laughs> and it's going to be like this for the next 17, 18 weeks, ladies and gentlemen. It's great. Yeah, the punishment for the loser is they either have to eat a Carolina Reaper or they have to do a cover of a song of the winner's choice. <laughs> well, it's tough to decide. And, and in my league, I, we, we have I a guy. I hope you don't have to eat a Carolina Reaper pepper. <laughs> we have a guy who is a... <laughs> We have a guy who is a Vanderbilt Commodores fan, and he, and no, we'll get to college football in a bit, but sure. but um, he hates tennis. He hates the Tennessee Volunteers. Yes, the Vols. Yes, yes, he he hates the Vols, and and basically it's all like, oh yeah, oh yeah. If he loses, we're making him sing Rocky Top. <laughs> I can't believe Tua went first overall. Yes, yes. Tua Tagovailoa went first overall. Watch, watch. It's going to work out. Watch, it's going to work out. If it works. It might. No, no, no. It could. You don't understand this guy. He doesn't make smart decisions. I'm talking about the guy who drafted Tua, not Tua himself. But the guy who drafted Tua Tagovailoa is unbearably stupid. You don't know. Yes, I see that. However, <laughs> you don't know, him, but however, if this works, it could, if it, I'm not does, saying it will, it could maybe, <laughs> but if it works, so help me God, I'm not going to do anything because I'm not going to bet on that. Okay. But yeah, don't eat grass over that. <laughs> I'm not eating grass over okay. something stupid like that. Okay. All right. <laughs> I was like, well, I thought uh, Friday, right? You drafted on Friday. I was thinking about no, like Thursday. Actually, they pushed the push the draft up. And I'm uh, like, yeah, okay. I'm like, oh, I'm like, oh, yeah, sweet, cool, yeah. Dang man, these, uh, I just look at the stats of these these top guys here. 52, 53 touchdowns. In 18 games. Yeah, yeah. to Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers, uh, you know, deserves... He's, and he's playing mad this year, too. Pissed off Aaron Rodgers. You know how, what happens when you get pissed off? You put you... you have, Piss, when yeah, you have a chip off, on your shoulder? Pissed off Aaron Rodgers is the best quarterback in the league. Yeah. <sighs> Six six interceptions. It's crazy, man. That guy does not turn them all over. It's crazy. Good for him. Yeah. Good for him. I uh, yeah. I want. I can't wait to watch. Uh, pissed off like on fire, Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, he, he's he's the football equivalent of the Hulk. Yeah. <laughs> when he's complacent, he's just Mark Ruffalo. Just. Bobbling around, <laughs> just yeah. I want to see hulked out Aaron Rodgers for sure. Yeah, yeah. The Hulk, the Hulk Aaron Rodgers is terrifying. Yeah, yeah, for sure. 
I, um, I'm excited, man. I'm excited. Yeah, the f- football's fun. I like uh, football season. The wait, Giants, wait. like the Giants, make me mad. But football is like the only season that I can enjoy, regardless of how well my team is doing. Right. Because football, you know, it's kind of like a social experience. Just get the Garrett to like get with a few of the guys, rip on each other. Yeah. You know, talk about the talk about the games. Are you excited about the the extra game this year? I it's it's gonna take forever to get used to, and I hate the move, but hey, whatever. The sixteen game schedule was super obscure when they first introduced it, yeah, like in the eighties, but. I like it, but we've joked around that they should be playing every day like baseball. <laughs> like, come on, get out there. Yeah, get out there. No, 162-game season for football. That'll weed out the good teams right. and the bad teams. I'm, all right, maybe 162 is extreme, but, you know, like hockey? <laughs> like, hockey 80, 82 games. Yeah, one every couple days. Yeah, see, like, hockey is a sport that I don't enjoy when the Devils aren't good. Except in the playoffs. Sure. Like, playoff hockey is... The evidence that God exists. Sure. Yes. Like straight 1, up. One thousand percent. Like playoff hockey. The playoffs should last that long. Like yeah. Like playoff hockey is all of spring. Like you no know one like people say, oh yeah, the Masters. That's when I know it's spring. Like oh yeah, opening day. That's when I know it's spring. Yeah. Meanwhile, nope. when I'm sitting down, boom, 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 Ditch the sweatpants. Yep, it's spring. Hey, shovels that pass into the corner. <laughs> Score! Yeah, waffle boarding. <laughs> oh, dude, no Doc Emmerich. Is, is it? Is it was weird. It was really weird. No Doc Emmerich, but the playoffs were still awesome yeah. last year. They're yes. awesome every year. Yes, they were playoff hockey. Yes, they were. <laughs> now sticking on to football. Um, college started. College football started yes. up. No, Rutgers blew out Temple in their opening game. Their program is starting to take shape under Greg Schiano's second term. Well as, done. As Rutgers head coach scored more points than anyone in all of college football. 61-14. 61-14. Took care of business. They went in and blew them out. I don't love it. 12 points, 14, 14, 21. That's your quarterly breakdown right there. Bingo. Um, yeah. I mean, yeah. That's, a, <laughs> that's what you do. Set the tone, right? Set the table. Yeah. I mean, your Michigan Wolverines blew out Western Michigan. Uh, yeah, asterisk big. No Appalachian State like upsets yeah. here. No Appalachian State. You're <laughs> no. not playing Appalachian State. No Appalachian State, State upsets That's the here, important so. thing. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, what do you want me to tell you? <laughs> that's that's the that's a, that's a lock right there. One game I am excited for is Rutgers Michigan. Whenever that happens, if if Rutgers comes in undefeated into that game, man, that would be. Week four, um, they face off September twenty fifth. Yeah, uh, I, <laughs> I will be watching. Could be a good thing. Could be a good one. 
Yeah, I mean, hey, Rutgers came close last year. They did. <laughs> they did. There's there some sweat. <laughs> yeah, if Rutgers goes undefeated after that game, they could be ranked. Could be. It's very possible. Very possible. I don't know, man. I just want Michigan to finally beat Ohio State. I don't care about any other game. <laughs> it's 10 I mean, years, November man. 27th been... is a rivalry. rivalry it's, a good, it's a good rivalry. It's the arguably it's... the best rivalry in American sports. I would agree with that. I just... <sighs> I said arguably the best because you still got it. Well, it's Yankees, Red Sox, but... Yeah, it's just... <laughs> it's good. There are a couple of times it was supposed to be it was supposed to happen, and they got blown out. Twenty eighteen was the last that, time. It was then Dwayne Haskins. I want to remind you. Yeah, that that hurt. <laughs> that, that hurt. It's tough to watch, man. Hey, your hockey team. Yeah, is though. Yeah, the hockey cracked. My yeah. God, four of the top five overall picks in that draft. Yeah, are for Michigan. coming back. Owen Power was the number one overall pick. He's foregoing the NHL this year to play at Michigan. He's going to be on a defensive pair with Luke Hughes. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, just talk about awesome. With <laughs> with Matt Beneers and something Johnson. I think like Ryan Johnson, yeah. although I don't want to say the name Ryan Johnson. <laughs> My God, Ryan Johnson. The goddamn sequel trilogy, man. All of a sudden, Star Wars just randomly pops up. Well, the name Ryan Johnson. I know. Uh, it's sort of like Luke Johnson or something. I don't know. I don't. I don't is, is it Ryan Johnson? Kent Johnson. Kent Johnson, Kent. not Kent. Ryan Johnson. Oh, God. <laughs> you were way off, but. One part of Matt Bernier's. Luke Hughes. Kent Johnson. Yeah, Kent Johnson. Goes over. He's going to be playing for Columbus. There's a conflict right there. <laughs> he's, got, he's got to go to Columbus when he's done. Yeah. Uh, he'll be good. Well, that'll be that'll be fun to watch. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> for, for sure. Um, it's uh, going over. How long are these Hall of Fame ceremonies? I think it's over, so... I'm sure Cheater's speech was all, was yeah, great. Yeah, Cheater's speech was probably amazing. Oh my god, my mom <laughs> Don't eat grass. No, it's my dad. Oh. Also, don't eat grass. <laughs> yeah, don't eat grass. Don't eat grass. <laughs> oh. uh, where are you going to be watching the, the uh, week one? Um, probably just my house. Okay. Now sitting down on the Discord <clears throat> with the boys. Okay. Arguing. Yeah. Yelling just at each talking. other. Well, not yelling. Of... No, we're just yelling at our own teams. Now watching Red Zone for the one o'clocks. Yes. And then for the, then the four o'clock, I'm watching the Giants. Of course. Football. The, the holy day of the forward pass is a festive time. It's a holiday. It is. To me, it's an American holiday. The, I, everybody calls it the holy day of the forward pass. It's the first Sunday of the... That's, yes. Bless bless all the fans yeah. out there. <laughs> uh, and then the 820 games, the uh, uh, Bears at the Rams. 
It'd be a good one. Yeah. Monday night Ravens Raiders. Yeah. So everything is going to be fun. Going to be fun. I you know football. The week one of the NFL season, there are a few feelings that, like you know, feelings that you get in your, like you get in like your your heart. Sure. There, there's no, no opening feeling day. That, Week one. Well, week one of the NFL season, there's nothing that compares to that. There's just a different vibe to it. Right. You get the different kind of feeling in there. Like a feeling of excitedness and, you know, readiness, but also a lot of nervousness. Sure. When your team sits like, oh, man, oh, man, oh, God, here we go. Here we go. Is it going to be a good one this year? Is it, be a not, good one? Is is it you, not going to be good? Am I going to be going into school happy? <laughs> right. No, it's just a... It's a vibe. Yeah. The vibe. No, like NHL opening night doesn't have that. No, same no, not vibe. at all. Opening day doesn't have that same vibe, but you know that. I don't know. The. <laughs> well, the opening day of a uh, of baseball is like watching the start of a marathon. Yeah. <laughs> opening day in baseball is a game that doesn't really matter in the grand, grand scheme of things, sure. but it matters like so much, like winning on a, like a win on opening day. Sure. Means it's so the tone. much. It sets the tone, and the Yankees lost in a very brutal way on opening day, and <laughs> the, that set the, a tone. To the Toronto Blue Jays, but yes, I remember that. That set a tone. Judge had a runner on third and bottom of the ninth, and I think he hit into a double play. So Yeah, brutal. Brutal. Brutality. Uh, but you're, yeah, you're completely right. It's a, it's a, it's a holiday where uh, you're either frustrated or you're ecstatic. Let's hope well, also the thing after the week one loss is, eh, there's still 15 more games. There's a, there's a different feeling to it. So you're not crushed right away, but you hope. <laughs> I'm not crushed right away, but I'm in the bad mood, and I'm like, ah, yeah, there's that. This is it. I'm like, ah, yeah, there's that losing football, losing a that football spirit. game feeling. <laughs> oh boy, there not, there, not, there are a few not, vibes that. Oh compare. no, not again. There are a few vibes that compare to sleep deprived. Walking into school and in a bad mood after watching the after watching the Giants lose on prime time to a division rival. I don't like to there see are, you like that. There are a few feelings that compare I that. I don't just like see walking like that. into school like it's chilly out, and I'm just sitting there. I'm like, God damn it! Why? Remember, remember, sure for some. What was that? What was that play call? What the dude? Boston, Boston Scott, Boston, Boston Scott. God, Evan, oh. Evan Anger with that. Why? Why? Jason Garrett. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, I hope that doesn't happen this year. It will happen. <laughs> it always happens. Yeah, you're probably right. Well, I don't know. <laughs> Good luck. Godspeed. And then the, end of the week two loss, the comments on Instagram, hey, they went 0-2 in 2007. Well... I, I, dude, I remember those. <laughs> every every year, the comments say they went the, up two in 2007. They won the Super Bowl. That's you the never bright, know. That's the bright spot right there. <laughs> that's, that's, that's hilarious. Yes. That's what everybody says. That's hilarious. On Twitter and Instagram. And <laughs> all all right, that, well, hopefully, we're talking about good things in a week. Hopefully, we're talking about good things. I hope so. I hope so. Um, yes. Did you think you had some hockey news? I don't know. Just uh, just a couple of funny stats I found okay. to kind of round out the show. Love it. Um, <sighs> I 
looking at. I don't know from my. Uh... Oh no! Just one note. Uh, I, I guess all teams, all stadiums, full capacity. If I'm reading this correctly. Yep. No cardboard cutouts. No mandatory masks. No proof of vaccination. Interesting. Uh, it's. I don't really know anymore about the. About well, the, all, I, like I, I don't really know about the masking and the sure the vaccination policies. I'm not a medical expert. What the the hell do I know? Well, at least the, the there's hypocrisy the, everywhere. Sure. Like it's like it was so funny. There was this there was this one guy who tweeted where it was like Kansas celebrating after after winning a football game, and it was like oh COVID bowl, and then there right. was a tweet of him at like game five of the. NBA Finals, like Phoenix, like at the Suns game, Pac Stadium wasn't even wearing a mask, and he was yeah. like, "Go Suns!" It's, it's like, dude, like what the what the hell does it even matter anymore? It's like even with the like even when stadiums were at limited capacity, COVID could go up and down. It goes up in waves. Like it goes up, everybody thinks, "Oh, the country's doomed." Then it goes down. That's like, "Oh, we beat the we beat the pandemic. No more COVID." And then it goes up again. Oh, the country's doomed. Goes down again. It's uh, here we go. New Orleans, Las Vegas, Seattle requiring proof of vaccination or, or a negative test within seventy-two hours. Smart. Yeah, smart. But they're the only three out of <laughs> all those teams. Everyone else is like, eh. Oh, they can do whatever the hell they want anymore. Yeah. Uh, Michigan Stadium had one hundred nine thousand people at it. So, <laughs> hey. Stay safe, everybody. Stay yeah, safe. just stay safe. Go stay safe. If you get COVID, eat uh, eat some Flintstones vitamins. Yeah, take your mingies and stay away from everybody else. Eat your mingies. Stay away from everybody else if you get COVID. So, yeah. and get the shot. Just get yeah, the, just get it. Just get the freaking shot. Man. It doesn't help to have us. I think we got better. Yeah, like I think we got even better. I don't know about you. But I don't know. Like I, I, felt, I felt terrible. Like the day after, I'm like, Ugh. yeah. I'm like, somebody stop this! <laughs> like I couldn't walk. I'm like every time I got up, just headache. Just whoa. Uh, so, oh, where are those hockey stats you had? Yeah, but um, a couple of funny stats, you know. Um, oh God, where, where the? Where the I could have sworn it was up here. I did. It's in a. It's in the Discord chat. It comes via Jay Fresh on Twitter. I've cited a couple of times. <laughs> With takeaways per sixty minutes, defenseman. You know who's third in that category? In takeaways per sixty minutes, in defenseman, Damon Severson. Oh, really? You want? Yeah. You want to know an even stranger stat? You know who's 23rd? P.K. Subban. <laughs> Interesting. It, it's weird. It is very weird. You know, it's... Although, uh, one of my... One of the R stats that I really like... God, I gotta scroll up for this right here. In takeaways per 60 minutes on forwards, you know who's number five? No. Jack Hughes. Okay, all right. Jack Hughes, number five in takeaways per Whoa. 60 minutes. They say the guy can't play defense. Yeah, <laughs> that, that, that's it. The numbers don't lie, man. The numbers don't lie, PKC, no. man. Elite defensive defenseman. 
Ball don't lie. Ball don't lie. Wow. Yeah, it's a very interesting. What prompted you to look these up? I don't know. They were just on Discord, and I'm like, you know, it could be a funny little thing. It is toward the tail end of the show when they're just kind of rambling. I would have never guessed though. So these are very interesting. Yeah, interesting numbers. Yeah. Doesn't mean they're the best defensemen on the team. No, Dougie Hamilton exists, but yeah, let's, let's Dougie Hamilton and Ryan Graves and Ty Smith are there. So yeah. let's hope they uh let's hope they play up to their expectations. Yes. And beyond. Yes. And beyond. We can only hope. I want to be relevant. I just want them to be relevant. Yeah. <laughs> well, another rambling topic. I I finally have watched a few more Kevin Smith movies over the weekend. Which ones? I watched um, Mallrats, Jan Saw Bob Strike Back, and Chasing Amy. Why wow, you had a marathon? Yeah, yeah. Was, like I was at my dad's. He's like, "Yeah, dude, you know, was Kevin. You gotta watch some Kevin Smith movies." I'm like, "Okay, sure." Uh, so wait, had you not seen them before? Yeah, I hadn't seen them before. Holy crap! Speaking of hockey, did you see this? <laughs> so, um, no, I haven't seen. Uh, There's a little scene. Me film. From Clerks 3? Oh, that's you. From Clerks 3. Uh, oh, look at that. If you remember in the first Clerks. Yeah, they had the, the they, hockey they game on the roof. Hockey, hockey on the rooftop. Um, you could deduce. I can't really say much, but that another game may or may not have happened again. And uh, yeah, guess who got to be on one of the teams? Uh, yeah, you. Let's see you right there. Yeah. Yeah, it looks so much. I look so much shorter than everyone else. But <laughs> dude, that probably dude that must have been so. It must have been so hot. Uh, it was like a hundred degrees in a sweater and jeans. Uh, they, oh, they made it. They made us wear jeans. <laughs> so, and if you see that roof right there, it's painted white. So it was reflecting not only from the top but the bottom. It was. Yeah. It was. It was very hot. It was very hot. I survived. It was totally awesome, and. Uh, yeah, it was pretty cool to go from a guy who watched Clerks to a guy who got to be in Clerks. Yeah. And in a pretty, to us, a pretty iconic. Uh, yeah, yeah, great. Pretty movie. iconic scene. Yeah, New Jersey. Yeah, dude, the, the Clerks, all the. I remember when I watched Chasing Amy, I'm like, is that Victory Park in Rumps? Yep, it's like, yep. oh my God, that's the it bridge. Is. That's the bridge. That is. That's it's like, Jack, oh my God, that's that bridge. I've been over that bridge so many times. That's Jack's Music Shop. That's Broad Street. That's Red Bank. Yeah. Like, oh my God, Red Bank. <laughs> that's the Red Bank train station. Yeah. It's fun. It's fun. That's always what, what I love about Kevin's movies. Always, when he could, he, he would shoot local. Like, like, they're, like they're always in Monmouth County. It's just like, oh my God, is that? Yeah. Like, is that, I know that place. Oh my God, I do. Uh, the guy put Jersey on the map, man. So, um, yes, it was an honor to play street hockey with uh, Randall and Dante. <laughs> That's all there is to it. Hey, Dante looks, he looks old. He looks older than when he, well, when he did the, I mean, the first one. I mean, uh, yeah, yeah, Clerks like, yeah. So almost 30 years ago. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, no, yeah, no, like he looks. 28 years, yeah. 28 years. <laughs> and and to be directed by Kevin Smith, that's cool too. Yeah, that's cool too. So, yeah. Anyways, um, you know, since we're on this house, uh, if you go to Kevin Smith's Instagram page at that Kevin Smith, you can like see that he needs any juicing and promotions. That guy, you can see that photo, or um, it's it's if you're watching on YouTube, you can see it behind me. Yeah. Yeah, come on! I, I had to brag a little bit. Yeah, so I had to brag a little bit. That was cool. I didn't know we were. 
Uh, we knew. Oh, I knew he was going to throw us in for a day or two. I didn't know we were going to play, be playing hockey, though. So, <laughs> well, he has a, a bunch of the comic book men and yeah, and, and like by his the movies. By the way, there are quick stop groceries hockey jerseys coming soon, which is pretty oh, cool, dude. Which is pretty <laughs> cool. So, might uh, might have to see how much those are, and you know, maybe hand them out as Christmas presents or something. I don't know. Yeah, I don't yeah. know. We'll see. We'll see. So, <laughs> um. Yeah, so that's another interesting stat that uh, I may have had a couple takeaways myself. Uh, <laughs> in roof, in roof, in the rooftop hockey rooftop league. Rooftop hockey, in the rooftop hockey league. Be careful not to push someone too far; they'll fall onto the well, pavement. Well, good point. There are no boards up there on the, st- on the roof, so yes, be careful. Be careful if anybody. Yeah, I would have gotten so much vertigo up there. Eh, yeah. well, it's only one story high. That, that's, that's still one story. A little nudge, the yeah, momentum, sure. physics, inertia. Sure. Um, Once you start, your body doesn't want to stop. Yeah. Uh, who who knows? Uh, it, we sometimes we will play random street hockey every so often. I think you join in. It's very amateur. Whoever wants to play, if you can run a little bit and handle a stick, you can play. Everyone's welcome. I suck at cardio, but I can stick handle to a degree. Great. Well, I well, can stick handle well for somebody who's never skated and, before. Uh, good. Well, I mean, we we play street, so yeah. we're just running. So, yeah, you're just running around. Yep. Uh, so I have the, I have wanna, the body. And the, you know, you want to, you, you know, maybe not run around so much, play D. You can. I prefer playing center. Yeah, I remember um, when I was like 10 years old and at school they had a, like they had a hockey net set yeah. up and we would just play kind of like there'd be offense and defense. I was on offense. I would just rippers from the point. Yeah. Just from the point. Just, whoosh, yeah. Oh, so much fun. So much fun. I haven't played in a while, I think. Like, you literally run out for, like, 10-second shifts. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, uh, I uh, offense, offense, <laughs> offense. Like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I think most of the defensive breakdowns were because we were doing line changes when we shouldn't. Yeah, just, bad line change. Yeah, just, you know, yeah. yeah. <laughs> because we were just so exhausted. Go up, sitting on the bench for another two minutes, and then come out for another two minutes. 10 slam seconds. down a water bottle, yeah. just like <gasps> yeah, you're like a dog, like with your tongue, like yeah, <laughs> yeah. So you know, if if possible, we try to have like 10, 12 people per side so we can get longer line changes. But yeah, yeah, man, it's fun. Yeah, I uh, yeah, I hope we get to play someday. We play like once or twice a year. We'd go rent out a, a, a indoor rink over in Edison. Thank God it's indoors. Called uh, Inman. Well, wasn't still hot. <laughs> yeah, it's it takes like, a lot of AC to cool down a, a space that large. Yeah. Um, there's also this other one we used to play at in Aberdeen called Tab Ramos Sports Center. That was cool. We haven't been there in a while. I don't know why we stopped. We've stopped playing. I there. remember back when my mom played roller derby, and she would have like her team would have practice at this big sports complex. I remember like when I'd I'd wander off with a few of her teammates' kids. There would be a like there was a soccer arena in there with like that, the turf. That's the one. That's the one in Aberdeen. The the uh, Tab Ramos was a noted soccer player. So you open up this complex. It's half indoor soccer, half hockey, and up above between them is a bar. It was fun. I don't know. I don't know why we stopped playing there, but shout out to Tab Ramos, man. I wonder if this if it's it's still around because it was a cool place. I think if I see it, I'd recognize it. It also looked like it was in the uh, in the na- middle of a neighborhood too. So let's go to Yelp here, and uh, yeah, oh, they're open today. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, that that that's the arena. That's it. Yep. 
Yeah, cool place. Not a lot of photos here, but um, yeah, and there was like batting cages in the back. Yeah, I think there were. Yeah, man, we need to, we need to line up another hockey game. We always need we just need warm bodies so we can do quicker. Yeah, like because because the the you're not out there for a long time. Yeah, so everyone not everyone, but there there are a couple guys who can play. They've been playing since they were yeah. three. You got to watch out for them, but for the most part, and we do the thing: we throw sticks in the middle. That's how we choose Stay sides. One side, the yeah, one yeah, side, yeah. one side. Yeah, and then we have you know, thankfully we usually have two, sometimes three goalies, and uh, so there's always someone in there. That was a goalie in Minecraft hockey, but real life hockey, I would not be able to handle being a goalie. Minecraft hockey, I was one of the best to ever do it, but yeah, real life. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Anyways. That was the last time I was. That's the last time I got to play hockey. About that was about two weeks ago, I think. So, mm. and uh, that's cool. He posted that photo because that means now I can post it. So, anyways, fun day, fun day. He was like, "Hey, <laughs> look who I'm friends with." <laughs> yeah. Say, hey, look who I got to play with. Yeah, look who pretty I got cool. To, I was like, yeah, pretty cool. Yeah, remember so, Clerks? <laughs> yeah, yeah. So that's cool. You had a marathon. So they're, uh, yeah. they're so now you have to watch a reboot. Jane's talk about reboot. Uh, there was a scene with you in it, but I think it was deleted. That wasn't that a deleted scene with you in it, or was that or did that scene uh, make the final cut? No, there was one in Dogma. Oh. Let's see, I wasn't in. Was I? I wasn't in Clerks Two. Uh, I wasn't in Jane Some Bob Strike. I wasn't in Lawrence. So those were three Kevin Smith movies I had not been in. I was in Dogma and I was in Reboot. And I think uh, I saw Walt in Mallrats. Yeah, Walt in Mallrats plays a character called Fanboy. Oh, there's the phrase, tell him Steve Dave. <laughs> yeah. Like, but like I was saying there with my dad, I'm like, oh my God, that's Walt. Yep. He came in on the podcast on the once. Show. Yeah, yep. yeah, he was, he was on the Cameron Woolley show. Yeah, for sure. So, <laughs> yeah. Um. All right. Got anything else? Um. Let's see if there's like a roundup, anything sudden that might have dropped. To always get to look at the Twitter, see if anything else happened. As uh, the Twitter is a very, it's a scum of hive and villain. Uh, it's a wretched hive of scum and villainy. Uh, yeah, Twitter the. <laughs> Nothing. Badass quote from Derek Jeter from his Hall of Fame. No, what do you say? And I had one goal during my career, and that was to win more than everyone else. And we did. <laughs> well, good troll. He did. And Derek apologizes to the trainers who he lied to, admitted he just wanted to play every day. Oh, well, I mean. And some guy in the replies, can somebody show this to Giancarlo Staten, please? Dude, <laughs> shut up. Dude, he's been carrying the offense for yeah, totally a has. lot of the year. Dude, come on. He totally has. For sure. <laughs> oh. Oh, Congratulations. Man. Congratulations. Mm, just going to look at... Da, 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 da. 
there's still a list of Derek Jeter's ex-girlfriends and some guy quote tweeted it prime Derek Jeter a better shooter than Steph Curry (laughs) (laughs) and now Hall of Famer yeah look at this list of ex-girlfriends that he has Mariah Carey Jessica Alba Scarlett Johansson those are the three big names Along with like so many more. Oh no, those are like the three notable ones. Not a bad, not a bad dude, track like imagine, record. dude, like imagine being an icon in New York and then waking up next to Scarlett Johansson every morning. That is a win. Yeah, right there. Black Widow, not bad. Yeah. The man is a winner, my friends. Uh, he mentioned wanting to win more than anyone else. Well, there you go. There you go. Yep. And he did. <laughs> oh. Well done, my friend. Well done. <laughs> yeah, hopefully one day we see some of the, you know, the other um Players who are kind of tarnished, you know, by steroids. Hopefully, we see some of them get in the Hall of Fame. We'll see. Barry Bonds should be in there, bottom line. Put Pete Rose in first. Yeah, Pete Rose. Dude, you know what they're going to do to Pete Rose? He's going to die. And then, they're and then after he dies, they're going to put him of in. Of course, which is crap. They're going to put him in posthumously. And yes. Yeah. Like, dude, no. Pete Rose should be there to make a Hall of Fame speech. 1,000%. Like, Pete Rose should be there. 1,000%. I agree. Like, he never did steroids here. What? He bet on a couple games. Big deal. Sure, it's bad and it violates the code of everything, so but... So does everything else. Yeah. And what, you think that pitchers that are in the Hall of Fame, that were, like Phil Necro? Ah. <laughs> Dude, he pitched until he was like 40-something. Right. <laughs> like, what, he was putting everything on that ball. Yeah. He putting Vaseline, he had one substance for every body part. Oh, yeah. Yeah, but you would dig into his sock to <laughs> get like in his eyeballs, like yeah, whatever. The eye drops, <laughs> like he'd pull out his contact lenses and put the, the eyes, what teardrops on the ball. I don't know the big league chew, just whatever. Yeah, he put everything on that ball, and Phil Necro got into the Hall of Fame. So, all right, that is the bottom line. Yes, Barry Bonds. And Pete Rose. Those, those Barry Put Bonds, him in. Barry Bonds, Put Pete him Rose, in. A-Rod, those guys should be in the Hall of Fame. Put them in. Straight up, that is the end of that discussion. Okay. So, anyways, from Ming Chen and the Shared Universe Podcast Studio, I'm Cameron Moley. Like, subscribe, read some of my blog, join my Discord server, buy a T-shirt or whatever. And as always, stay classy, New Jersey.